Yo, today's QOD is the problem isn't the idea. The problem is you never do anything. Here we go. of the day show i'm your host sean croxton of seancroxton.com it's throwback thursday and we are turning back that clock all the way to episode number 964 and our feature speaker mel robbins today mel is talking about overwhelm like you have an idea an amazing idea that can change your life can change other people's lives but all the things that you have to do just feel so overwhelming on top of all the other things that you have to do in just your regular life. So what Mel's going to do is show you a very simple strategy for getting all the things out of your head so you don't feel overwhelmed and you don't feel overloaded. And also, she's going to share her best tips for overcoming exhaustion and procrastination. Mel Robbins, she's coming up. Here's the thing. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to trick your brain? So the interesting thing about your brain is that it uses the exact same strategy. Because what will happen is this. You'll be sitting at work and you'll say to yourself, you know, I really need to have that talk with, with my wife. I really do. I've been avoiding it for six months, but I really need to. And your brain's going to all of a sudden be like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Wait a minute, Michael just said that he's going to have that talk. Uh, we need to get him to stop doing that because we want him to just avoid the subject like he always does because it's much easier to be putsy about these kind of things because you know she's going to be a total raging, you know what about this, so don't do it. You know, I'm feeling a little alone. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed by that. I think I'll do it tomorrow. Or, you know, David is sitting at his computer and says, you know, I think I'm going to go to the gym tonight. Immediately. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. David's having an idea to go to the gym tonight. Immediately, let's stop this right now. Somebody tell him he's tired. Tell him he's tired because then we'll get him on autopilot and go home, sit on the couch again and have a beer. Your brain uses feelings to screw you over. So let's talk about overwhelm because that's a big one. Overwhelm is nothing more than when your brain is full. So... If you want to do any higher level thinking, you need a brain that is well rested and that's empty, okay? The problem is, as you go through life, it's filled up with all kinds of crap that you have to do and the to-do lists that you need and things that you worry about and la 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 la. And many of you start a to-do list every day. You finish two or three things and then you use that as the beginning of the to-do list tomorrow. And the problem is, is that if you already have a full brain, and all of a sudden the phone rings and it's somebody saying, hey, I need a report and I need this and I need that and I need the other thing and this. That's what happens. All those times you walk into the kitchen, you're like, why did I come in here? It's not dementia. You're not getting Alzheimer's. Your brain is full. And what you're going to do is whenever you feel overwhelmed, whenever you're in your, your workday or your life and you suddenly feel like, oh my God, I feel a little overwhelmed right now, or oh my God, I'm never going to get this stuff done, or you know, the drama associated with it. Super simple strategy. Take out a blank piece of paper, dump it all out. All of it. Just barf it out there like you got Ebola. Sorry, that was a bad joke. <laughs> Terrible joke. Can't believe I even just said that. Um, you're going to dump it all on a piece of paper. 
everything from the song lyrics to the photo albums you got to finish to the present you got to pick up to this that the other thing to the powerpoint because i'm going to tell you something there's only two things on that freaking list that you actually need to do and if somebody needs you they'll call you and if there's an emergency you'll know about it and at least now you got this you got an empty head so now you can do the higher level processing that you needed to do that you were trying to avoid if you feel tired, use the governor's theory. I also call this Google earthing yourself. So scientists looked at how is it possible that somebody can ride the Tour de France? I mean, obviously their quadriceps are killing them and they're tired. It's because professional athletes can get above themselves and govern from above. You can do the same thing. What we say in the motivational speaking business is you can feel tired when you're dead. Right now you got stuff to do. So if you start to notice that you got something that you need to finish, that you need to do, a conversation that you're avoiding, something that you're putting off and you feel tired, get up above yourself, remind yourself of what you stand for and what you want and push yourself forward. If you feel like doing it later, how many of you are procrastinators? Raise your hands. There's a lot of scientific people in here. Okay, good. So here's the thing about procrastination. You're not lazy. It's something else entirely. Procrastination is about control. You guys are insane control freaks. Totally. And we can't cure this. In fact, the only thing that you can do with a procrastinator is screw them over. Because procrastinators hold on to projects and put things off because, by God, nobody's telling you what to do. Not even you. And so by holding on to the project for a long time, you maintain control. And you're never going to change that because control is so awesome. So the only thing you can do is screw yourself over, and so that looks like this. If you constantly procrastinate on working out, you gotta find a friend that's picking you up, because if they're standing in your kitchen, you're going. If you're meeting in there, you're not. You just screwed yourself over. If you constantly push off work deadlines, the only thing you can do is cut the project in half and promise half of it earlier. You just screwed yourself over. You're still gonna pull an all-nighter and procrastinate on each half, but it'll just be less work each time. If you feel uncertain, so is anybody in here like an engineer or a programmer or an accountant or people kind of in that category suffer from this? You can't pick. And the reason why is you've been trained to noodle things down to such certainty that you are 100% paralyzed. So if you're the kind of person that finds yourself wondering, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I not? Should I? The problem isn't the idea. The problem is you never do anything. You must pick. Try it for a day or two, see how it feels, then pick again. Now, let's do this cool little trick. If you feel alone, the best thing in the world is the eye contact test. So I want everyone to turn to the person next to them. I know you're like, what? What? This isn't church. <laughs> okay, who does not? I need everybody to have a partner. Who doesn't have a partner? Raise your hand so you can kind of turn rows. Somebody in the back? Yes. Right, this guy needs a partner. You got to raise your hand. Who needs it? Who, who else? Raise your freaking hands. I will come out there. Do you? You do not have somebody, do you, sir? No, no, no. You got to have a pair. This is a pair thing. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I got gotcha. you. Oh no, you too. You got somebody to your right. What are you talking about? He needs the guy in there. What? What is wrong? He. You're going to meet somebody. How about that? Okay, you two there, pair, you two there. Okay, anybody else not have this? Because it's a really cool exercise. I don't want you to miss it. And it only takes a second or two. So during this, here are the rules. Absolutely no talking. None. You're going to look into the eyes 
of the other person. No talking. And the per hold eye contact and the person, God, you guys all have short hair. Okay, the person with the grayer hair flash a big smile and hold eye contact. Go. <laughs> all right, let me explain what just happened. So the truth is, yes, you've been wondering if you have superpowers. The fact is you do. Okay, so what happened there? What, what was going on? What was going on is you just stimulated the other person's mirror neurons. So there are mirror neurons in your brain that are stimulated through sight. And if you look in somebody's eyes and you flash them a big smile... They can't, unless it's like a weird stalker smile, you know, they, they can't help. Like their mirror neurons get charged. It's the same thing like if you see somebody cut themselves and you're like, <gasps> or you hear somebody say lice and you kind of want to scratch your head, like those are all your mirror neurons. So what I want you to do is I want you to do this little experiment along with the alarm clock test tomorrow. I didn't forget about that. What you're going to do is you're going to find just two people a day. That's it. You can be attracted to them. It's fine. <laughs> and what you're going to do is you're going to find two people a day. You're going to make eye contact. You're going to smile. And you're going to hold it. And you're going to play a game with yourself where you get two strangers a day to smile back at me. Something interesting is going to happen. Number one, you're going to start getting a lot of free coffee. <laughs> Number two, what happens is you subconsciously fill the reservoir of confidence inside you. Because every time you make somebody pop and you switch somebody's mood, it actually comes back to you like, wow, I got this. Like, I, I can really change the way that somebody is interacting with me. It is a hugely important thing to do for sales, hugely important thing to do just in life in general. And by the way, who you are right now will be totally different two weeks ago in terms of how you interact in meetings. You know where to sit in a meeting, right? At a conference table? Do you guys know where to sit in a conference room? No? You always sit in the middle. And the reason why is if you're sitting at the end, it's a dead zone. If you're sitting in the middle, you're always in the middle of the conversation. So if you have something to say, everyone's going to see it. And if you're talking, everyone can see you. And you're never closed off. It is the most powerful place to sit in a conference room. We have just a few more things to talk about, um, and then I'll take a few questions. But notice the thing that your brain always uses, feelings. It's the feelings that are screwing you over. It's the feelings that make you suddenly say, uh-uh, nope, no way, not going to happen, no, uh-uh. Because the fact is, you're never going to feel like it. That was Mel Robbins. Her website is melrobbins.com. You can check out today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called Mel Robbins, guest speaker at 2014 EZE Client Conference. All right, my friend, I hope you enjoyed today's Throwback Thursday episode. Follow me on that Instagram. Get caught up with the Mindset Coach podcast. That is my solo podcast where I talk about stuff. And people really like it. So check that out on your preferred podcasting platform. Also, if you want ad-free episodes, go to your app store, download the Stitcher app, and join Stitcher Premium. You can listen to QOD commercial free. I will see you tomorrow. We'll wrap up the week with Mr. Zig Ziglar. I'm out. Peace. Peace.